What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? Yo, so this is so badass. Dave Chappelle helped the Foo Fighters reopen Madison Square Garden for their, like, for concerts, like the live music. And I was like, yo, that's so cool. I saw the video. They were, excuse me, covering a Radiohead's song, Creep. Then I thought about it. I like to sing, you know. I keep it in the car, here, when you guys push me, but usually in the car, in the shower. But if someone gave you the opportunity, maybe your favorite artist or just something fun, gave you the opportunity said, hey, Serrano, Momo, LZ, even Greg, I'll include you, you can come up and <laughs> sing, help us reopen this venue, arena, etc. Would you guys do it, and who would it be? Who would you want like, it to be? Like, are we going to cover? No, 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 like, who would you want it to be? Who would the artist be? Oh, oh, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what arena would it be? I would want to do a week straight at Staples or at the Forum for Kendrick. Ooh, that's good. Momo? I like the Forum. I think it's the best music venue in L.A. Um, that's indoors. But I think I would choose a outdoor stadium because it's like big and epic. So let's say SoFi for a big like anthem kind of concert, right? Like this is called SoFi. That's like, how many people sit there? Fifty thousand. I don't know how oh, many people you get that, in there. Probably. I need like a yeah. big. I need a big stadium. Okay, Coliseum, SoFi. What? Which one? Let's say SoFi. Okay, and let's get all the great rock and roll bands. Let's get like Fleetwood Mac. Bon Jovi, like let's get all of my eighties and nineties. So you want to do a festival? Yeah, yeah festival. <laughs> yeah, okay, Bobo Fest. Yeah, outdoor <laughs> music festival. Yes, let's do it. Not Coachella though; that's too trendy. All right, Sedano. <laughs> Oof, um, this is tough because Kendrick is that de- was definitely going to be the pick. Um, Trying to think. Let me see. I would want to do the Hollywood Bowl, mm. make it a little more intimate, right? And yeah, Hollywood Bowl's maybe, good. Maybe, maybe I would do, can I reunite NWA? Yeah, you could do whatever you want, man. Okay, I'd like to re- reunite NWA, uh, the living members of NWA, and do it at the Hollywood Bowl and just do, like, covers of awesome hip-hop music from the last... 40, 30, 40 years. That's dope. I think that would be fun. Greg? See, so are you going up on stage with them? Yeah, you're like, going to sing. Yeah. Dave Chappelle right, sing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so if you're going to sing, then it has to be songs that you know and you know like really, really well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do the forum also, but it's going to be a band that I know really well and know every single song. So I'm going to go with 311. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. I love I this. To, like, you can laugh at it. Did you just his wish? This, yeah. what? Oh my gosh, he did a make a wish and you laughed at him. <laughs> Momo vicious today. Well, I would go with Sublime oh. if I could do Sublime, but you know, Bradley Knoll's been dead for a long time. So that doesn't work. That would not work. No. No. No, no one picked the no. Greek. I love the Greek. The Greek is the Greek really nice. is fantastic, but mm-hmm. you're talking about welcoming back in. That's true. And I think we yeah. all just want bigger crowds. Yeah. Well, and at the Hollywood Bowl, you could do the fireworks after. There's that. That's true. That's yeah. a good Hollywood venue. Bowl. That's a great venue. But there is like a there is a lot of traffic there. Just like that's a that's the only problem. Yeah, Hollywood Bowl. But just gonna walk. Oh, the Greek or the Hollywood Bowl? The Bowl, Bowl. for the sure. Hollywood the Bowl Greek, is traffic you can just is walk nuts. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood Bowl is traffic is that because the parking stinks. 
But if we're all back, yeah. we can do those shuttles again, you know, in theory. Yeah, that's okay. The shuttles are good. Yeah. 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 Uh, all, all right. What do you got? That is. Oh, Laura, do you have one? So I I wanted to do is if she was alive, I would love Selena, but obviously that's not possible. So I was like, who can I pretend I could sing like? So then it would have to be a banda. So it would be like banda recodo, and it would be at the Greek. Why don't you just go with cool. Los Bukis on stage? On because uh, I can't in, buy uh, tickets for them, <laughs> so I'm a little mad. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm a little up. salty right now because I still can't get tickets. Don't give this is her fishing September. for tickets again. Oh my fishing. god, it's not. They asked me a question, I answered it. Greg, don't be rude. She did. We did <laughs> ask her a question. There was that. Right. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. All right. So we had. Is the gentleman still on the line? Because we we were talking about Ben Simmons and having the yips. Uh, whether it's athletically or you just have a crazy mental block academically or at work or whatever. So this gentleman, I want to make sure that I have his name right. Hold on. Uh, his name is Dennis Now in Woodland Hills. Now, you are a hypnotherapist? Yes, I am. Okay. I, 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 yeah, there's a, there's a hypnotherapy school in Tarzana called HMI uh, Hypnosis Institute, and um, I graduated from there 11 years ago and I've been – practicing hypnotherapist since then can i ask you a question it's a silly question but it's one i've always wanted to ask a hypnotist go ahead do you ever listen to biggie's hypnotize on the way to an appointment (laughs) 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 no no i haven't (laughs) okay all right just always wanted to know thanks would be cool though if you did i'm just saying to me you like a baller then you're like going yeah your own theme song, almost. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, so, what do you say about Ben Simmons? What do you do? How do you fix him? Yeah. Well, the the the, pro- the problem is that people aren't aware that our unconscious mind doesn't process a negative. So, if you're telling yourself, "Don't miss," or "Don't get uptight," or "Don't do this," or "Don't do that." it's counterproductive and you're just kind of, you're kind of feeding that same scenario. Um, you know, like Mona, when you had, you had your problem throwing from, I guess it was from mm-hmm. second base. I'm thinking of Steve Sachs. He had, had no right field. Right field. Yeah. 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 And, uh, um, you know, there's a, there's a tendency to, to, to talk to yourself in a negative fashion. And, um, you know, like I, I used to do a lot of coaching of youth, youth uh, sports, baseball and basketball, and you'd say to a young hitter, if a parent said to a young hitter, don't strike out, well, immediately the, mm-hmm. the, that young hitter is thinking, don't strike out, don't strike out. And what do they do? You know, they, they strike out. Um, it, it's far more productive to give them something positive to focus on. Uh, you know, hit the, hit, look for something that you can hit straight up, straight up the middle uh, or even do an assumptive uh, kind of suggestion to them, and you know, after you drill it into into the outfield, I want you to take a good turn on per, uh, when you're round first uh, to, to be ready to go to second. Um, you know, like a, a basketball player, you'll you'll hear the announcers even say, uh, you know, let him get to the free throw line because if he can see the ball go through the basket, it'll it'll get him on track with his shooting. So. With hypnosis, it's actually an overload of the conscious mind. So, you know, you've, you, you've got all this dialogue going on in your head, 
and it, you know, it, in hypnosis, you, you you just take it to the place where that dialogue is is overloaded, and then you get into a deeply relaxed state. So, hmm. in hypnosis, you can use visualization, you can use positive suggestions, but the the, the real crux of it is. You know, you, you practice so that you've got muscle memory and then you start to enter your your mind and your thoughts into it. And it takes away from from the focus on just allowing your muscles to to do what they've been trained to do. And and worse is when you start stressing out without realizing your your muscles actually constrict and, and they shorten. You know, so somebody will just completely uh, airball it. You know, because they're overthinking and, and their muscles are contracting without even realizing that, that that's happening. So the that's question crazy. So I'm is, nodding my head the whole time you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I say, so, so I guess my question is, as it pertains to Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. um, do you believe that his performances, particularly in the postseason, are a byproduct of things that's going on in his head? Or is it a byproduct of his passion for the sport? No, it's what's going on in his head. Uh, I mean, you know, when when he was bringing the ball up the court and he, he passed it to to uh, to Embiid uh, so that he wasn't going to get fouled. I mean, he's just he's just so in his head. He's so want so much, even unconsciously, trying to avoid being put in an uncomfortable position. That um, you know, he's basically got himself just totally psyched out. So just as a quick follow, if you're Doc, did he make the right decision by keeping him in that situation or should he have removed him from that situation? You know, I, I, I would have removed him from the situation. You know, the, the funny thing, I, when I coached baseball, for example, and, and I had a pitcher that was getting roughed up, I'd go out to the mound not not to – speak to, to him on a technicality or on his pitching motion or, or, or something like that. It, it was just to to break the momentum of his mind. It was, it was kind of like to change the the mental environment, you know, go out and even crack a joke, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in some situations you, you, you just, you need to change, you know, and we talk in sports about, about momentum having changed from one team to another I mean, you call a timeout to change the momentum, and sometimes you pull somebody off the court and put and bench them, not to punish them, and that, and that needs to be, I guess, the conversation. Also, look, I'm not, I'm not taking you out to punish you. I'm taking you out to change your your mental makeup, uh, give you a chance to regroup yourself. Uh, something. I mean, obviously, all that stuff needs to happen off the court before the game, in between games. It's hard to um, to deal with it in the in the in the heat of the action, but uh, but yeah, you got to change something up. Something something's not not coming together, and you got to change change the flow, so to speak. You know, it's when I was when you were talking, I was hearing this one thing. So we had a the, the when you say the unconscious doesn't translate the negative, like when you say don't strike out, don't short arm the ball, don't like your unconscious doesn't hear the don't. And then it, all Correct. it hears is short arm the ball. All it hears is don't strike out. It just hears strike out. And so when I right. had my, my issue that I was working through, it was something I read. I can't remember what book it was. I think it was the mental game of tennis or something. 
And um, the inner game, inner it was, game of tennis, Tim Gulley. Inner yeah. game of tennis, yeah, that one. And one of the things that actually worked, this was the, one of the one mental things that worked was I would visualize positive outcomes. So for me, I played right field. I had trouble. I had no trouble throwing the ball long distances. Like if I had to throw right field to third base, no problem, just let it rip. But it was the short ones. So like if I had to hit the cutoff or if I had to throw it to first or throw it to second, like that was harder because it was I, I couldn't just let it rip. I couldn't just let the muscle memory take over. I had to, I was thinking it and trying not to throw it too hard or whatever. So I would just visualize right. the positive outcome. And as soon as you have that positive visualization, you're, you're, you're out of your head. It's like you're, you're seeing the ball. Right. I was like actually visualize the ball going to the, the play, the, my teammate at second base. And I wasn't worried about, oh, God, I'm going to steer it and throw it overhead. I'm going to airmail it. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm, you know, I wasn't, it got me out of my head there. Now, it wasn't 100%. I mean, I definitely still had negative feelings and thoughts that were creeping through my head. It never goes away. You're, it's, it's like you're, oh, once you have it, you always have it. You just learn strategies there, to work through it. Uh, Tim, Tim, Tim uh, in the inner game of tennis, he, mm-hmm. has you, he has you speaking to yourself where, again, you're not talking in, in terms of your backhand or, or your forearm or you know, yeah. technicalities of, of your swing. He just has you repeat to yourself when the ball hits, hits, hits the, uh, you know, the, right in front of you, you just say bounce. And, and at the same time, as you say bounce, you're pulling your racket back and then mm-hmm. you and then you say hit. So your so your mind is occupied with just the simple mantra, almost bounce, hit, bounce, hit. And you're not getting mm-hmm. into, you know, be, being overwhelmed by all the, the technical aspects of, of the tennis stroke. So in the same way, I mean, you can try different things, different suggestions. I, I know a guy that, you know, he, he overcame his. Uh, problems at the free throw line just by singing uh sweet georgia brown while he was yeah you know, doing his ro- routine. <laughs> was that what, what Carmelo um, was saying all those years <laughs> <laughs> well dennis dennis thank you for a, a fascinating and interesting conversation this was all cool man thank you for listening and thank you for helping us out oh you're welcome yes, sir. My thank pleasure. you hey thank george you. i yeah. got something on ben simmons that's gonna blow your mind all right let, let's do that Damn. on the other side plus there's people that want to Chime in. Want to want to want to shout out the Clippers? They're down 0-1, but they feel uh, you know that we should give them a little love. We'll do that on the other side at eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code First Take and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM. You'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hip-hop was rolling then, man. Man, so good. It was good. rolling then. We had Jermaine so down good. south. We had Puffy up north. We had Dre out west. They were doing what they made it do in the loo. We were rolling, man. Rolling.
Mm. I don't even want to talk. Mm. I just want to listen to him. So, so good. good. <laughs> it is so good. It really is. Just I'm like, so let that go. Let that go. Yeah. Um, Momo. <laughs> Right before we got we got a bunch of people on hold that that want to chime in on the playoffs. So, but l- tell me your your Ben Simmons story that will blow my mind. You know how he's sort of left-handed, sort of left-handed. Is he left-handed? Yeah, he yeah. should be shooting yes. with his right. I know people who have seen him shoot right-handed. Right, floaters, layups with his right. He's better, better with his right. So you're now, saying he doesn't know which hand to shoot with? Right. They've gone back and forth on if he should shoot left-handed or right-handed. Now, this is another little fun piece of trivia. LeBron's also left-handed. But LeBron obviously shoots with his right hand. He does almost everything else. He writes with his left hand. He... But you know what? But, like, when it's time to huh. get that bucket that you got to get, he goes left. You know That's that? That's true. He does. He goes left. He's when left-handed. He, when he, that bucket he's got to get, that for real, for real bucket, he likes to go left. So we've always compared Ben Simmons to LeBron, or maybe Ben Simmons likes to be compared to LeBron. I was like, okay? I don't recall. I don't know if he really words. should be, but that was what, <laughs> like when you looked at, I know, but Ben likes that comparison. Okay, when he came out, everybody was like, well, he could be like LeBron, because he does have that size, that athleticism, the strength. LeBron was not a great shooter when he came out either. He was not. He's pretty good nope. now. Pretty good now. Yep. I mean, not he's not Steph Curry. He's not amazing, but I was sitting right there when he hit the three pointer over Steph. In that playing game, pretty good shooter. Pretty far Makes him when he needs to. But here's the difference, And he though. still has struggles at the line. He does have struggles at the free he throw line sure sometimes. Does. But he's whatever he's done, he's figured out a way to make enough of them. Right? Makes enough so they don't go to hack LeBron every time. But they get, he's got to put in that, got to say it again, the work. Right? Like it's, That's right. It's the work. And I, 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 I always remembered what – what Roger Federer said to me once, and I took the side because I hate name dropping, but I, I, mm-hmm. I need to in this case because he's, you know, quite possibly the greatest tennis player of all time. But this applies to all sports. It's that it, the, when the pressure comes, what's revealed isn't your heart, it's your technique. When, when the pressure comes, you fall huh. back on your technique. Not your heart, not, not your will, not your strength. Not, it's mm-hmm. what it's what you have been practicing, what you've been working on, what comes natural, is what kicks in when it's extremely high pressure. And when I think about people who have a hard time shooting free throws in the fourth quarter, when you think about the way they shoot free throws through the first three, it's like, oh, that makes sense to me, right? So it's sort of like if you if you're not a good looking free throw shooter in the first three quarters. You're not a good free throw shooter in the fourth quarter, not because it's the fourth quarter, it's because you just have bad technique. And right. so I, I look at Ben Simmons and I just go, maybe you just don't have the technique. And because if you don't know which hand to shoot with, how can you have reliable technique, right? But that's what you're supposed to retreat to in those big moments. So I used to um, be a switch hitter in college. And I grew up as a right-handed hitter. Ah, <laughs> yeah, ah, we know. <laughs> Everybody knows now. Um, but uh, when I, I came into college, I was a right-handed hitter. And then they just said, you're not really that good right-handed. We're gonna t- but Sorry, you're fast, so we're going to teach you how to be a slap hitter. I know, it was funny. <laughs> right? um, and, uh, it wasn't just I me, damn it. Hit- 
other people speak it's English true. too. It was it was like the nineties. It's true. It was a different <laughs> <90s>. era. <laughs> well, how old were you? Nineties? College? Yeah. College. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Okay, see, I was going with you. Um, but, the, but the thing about switching, like, so I would get up there and they, my coach would always just like leave it to me. He'd be like, if you want to hit left-handed, hit left-handed. If you want to hit right-handed, hit right-handed. You know, I would like switch right side to left side in the middle of a bat sometimes. I would start off right-handed and be like, nope, not feeling it. I'm going the left side. Wow. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, can you tell I was a mess mentally? Like, this is like, I have zero confidence. I'm just going to keep switching sides all the time because when you don't really know what you are, and you're yep. just searching for it. It's like whatever I had success with, like last strike, last pitch. What do what, you know? Like, and, and it was just like a, it's a very I, when I watch Ben now, I just I feel so bad for him because I know what that is like when you start getting tight. Once you get your you can't throw the ball right, then it it gets into all the other areas of your confidence, and then once that starts to go, it's like. You're just a yeah. mess out there. You just need so, to find some kind of positive reinforcement somehow. It is interesting, it, it, though, because when we asked the hypnotherapist, should yeah. Doc have taken him out of that situation, he thought Doc should have. Yeah. But yeah. I do wonder, though, on the back end, what could he handle from the criticism of being taken out of the game in such a true. crucial moment? Yeah. That's true. Right. And then does he ruin him in that situation? Right. You know, it's funny is when we were talking about pressure last week, whether it was Giannis or mm -hmm. Paul George or whatever, one guy called in to say Ben Simmons. And sure we did. were like, yeah, that's pretty good. And that, that guy has hit the nail on the head. I don't know. I don't remember mm -hmm. who you were, sir, but shout out to you. Speaking of the calls, let's go to Vic Damone in Inglewood. Vic Damone, what's up? What's going on, man? Um, I'm a Clipper fan. I've been a Clipper fan since I was like 13, 14. And you live in Inglewood, right in the shadow of the Forum? Man, okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to the, I used the to new go home, to the though. Arena. Yeah. But it, it's funny because, you know, everybody says, uh, you know, can Laker fans root for the Clippers? And, you know, there's no – Clippers, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're doing our thing. We're winning. Nobody's, nobody cares that the Lakers root for us. It's a packed house. I'm going to the game on Thursday. So it's, it's, it's just funny. I think it's lazy. Honestly, I think it's lazy content when, when uh, like, like shows like the one before you, you know, have a whole segment when they know the answer when they open the phone lines and ask, can Laker fans root for Clipper fans? That's lazy content because they already know the answer. You're going to get none of the Laker fans. All they're going to say is move to Seattle. You're the JV team. Nobody cares. No banner. The same lousy jokes. You know, and it's just like nobody cares about that. We're, you know, nobody's asking for help, you know, as far as fans and stuff like that. It's just, well, it's your, just your coach did. The casual you, fans. I, I will say your coach well, did yeah, ask well, for fans. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Ty Lue, you're right. Yeah, Ty, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking about that. But, but <laughs> us fans, we're, us fans, we're not asking, you know, but you do, I'm going to tell you this. You have for sure 100% have one casual fan, uh, one casual that works on your station. That's Mason. I, I I guarantee this guy hasn't watched a full game his entire life. He probably watches the highlights and the box scores, leaves the game early when he goes, because it, it, when you say, oh, the games are boring when KD, LeBron, and Steph aren't there, that proves you're a front-running casual fan. Because I... every game in these playoffs have been fire, every single one. And if you can't appreciate these games, even if the Clippers get bounced or the Lakers get bounced, I mean, what do you you're, you're, you're telling on yourself? I, I honestly don't think Mason would disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, 
there's that mystery solved. What's next, Scooby Doo? <laughs> like, I'm, like you're that. talking. I'm like, yeah, this, I don't think I don't, he claims this, to be a diehard. I, I don't, I don't know him like that. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But all I, what I do know is, I agree with you in the sense that if you think these these playoffs aren't fire, and I talked about this before, and this is part of the reason why mm-hmm. I was rooting for Donovan versus versus Book because I saw how they were balling and how they were going for it so young. This postseason has been every bit as compelling as the previous postseasons yep. in my mind. There are incredible individual performances, teams you didn't expect to make it this far, hello Atlanta Hawks, and a lot of young cats are blossoming right before our eyes. And we got to remember, Bron was what, guys, 22? Mm-hmm. When he got a team to the finals? Magic was 20 when he got a, when he Dang. won game six on the road? Dang. So, I mean, young cats is, you know, is what this league is built on, too. I know we love our old heads, but this postseason, man, I've been so blown away and so thrilled, to be quite honest with you, because Bron is getting older. KD and Steph, them dudes are balding. Like, we're going to need some young cats. <laughs> I'm with you. But, you know, it, it's, it's funny watching it because from our vantage point in the media, we have to cover everybody. Like, I cover all 30 teams, you know. And I root for the best stories. Like, yep. literally, I root for the yep. best players that are fun to write about and they're interesting. And, like, we're fine. Like, this is fine. We can write about Devin Booker. He's a really good story. We can write about Chris Paul. Maybe, yep. you know, when is he going to come back from this? Chris Paul who's never made the finals. I mean, he has a – I think I saw some stat, the most all-NBA teams without ever making a final. It's like him. It's not even close anymore. Right? Right. <laughs> it's like he's had right. 10 of them. Um, that's a good story. Like, hey, in Atlanta, Milwaukee. Okay, I'm sorry, TNT. It's probably not going to be great for your ratings, okay? But I know that's the Eastern Conference Finals. Man, but, you have the big but, man versus the little man. You got yeah, David versus Goliath. Fun. It's like, right there. <laughs> I love, I'm loving the Atlanta Hawks. So they have this, like, chip on their shoulder with Trey Young and his push-ups and the bowing. And bowing. about Giannis? Yeah. Giannis? Y- y- like, Giannis had probably the, the quietest 40-point game seven in the history of, of game seven. True. That yeah. man's and Brooke Lopez 40 points. with a, like, total brain meltdown, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he gets a chase-down block. I'm like, Brooke Lopez? With Brooke the Lopez? <laughs> right? I mean, that yeah. was fun. That whole series was fun. This one's gonna be fun. It's it's fun. Like there's plenty of good stories to write about. You just have to dig a little harder. It's, yeah, I mean, he said it, earlier, just, lazy content. Yeah, it's so easy to just write about LeBron or Steph all the time. There's there's good stories to write on these other teams. And the, and the better news is there's good basketball, which is the most. You know, I can't deal with blowouts. That's boring. Yeah. All right, we've got a lot of people who want to chime in. We'll continue yeah. that discussion. Uh, on the phones at 877-710-ESPN. By the way, you mentioned Magic LZ. He said some stuff about AD today on mm-hmm. KJZ Ooh. this morning Ooh. with Keyshawn and them that we got to get to in a second. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'll take it away, Chris. Thank you very much. All right, Momo, we're going to start with you today. And these are very simple. Just would you rather questions. So, would you rather never get a paper cut again? Or never get something stuck in your teeth again. Oh. Oh. Um, I'd rather never get a paper cut again. I'm okay with the teeth thing. It's all right. 
Both very annoying. That. Yeah, both very annoying, but paper cuts actually hurt more. Um, I'm going to say uh, the teeth thing. It doesn't happen very often to me, but it's super embarrassing. Um, whereas a paper cut, eh, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll survive. I'll be fine. I never want to get another paper cut. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Can I say ever I enough? I kind of dig the pain. You can go again if you want. Ever. Yeah. The paper cuts yeah. seem to hurt more later, too. Not just when you do it, but, like, the, the scab that you get from that, it hurts for, like, days. And they're sneaky. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes you they don't know sneaky. you actually have them, and then you just have, like, little yeah. traces of blood everywhere. You're, like, going, what's happening? Or you put like about. some, uh, <laughs> some, uh, <laughs> or you put like, you know, especially during the last 18 months or whatever that we've lived through or whatever it's been, um, where you put hand sanitizer on. You're like, ow! Oh, yeah. 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 That'll get you every time. All right. What's next, Greg? All right. So, Don, I think this one's good for you. Would you rather have horrible short term memory or a horrible long term memory? <laughs> Oh, I already have horrible short-term memory, so... <laughs> Which is why I thought it was a good one I for mean, you. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I would much rather have sh- horrible short-term memory um, because people will be like, oh, dude, we just said... You know, it's like, I, you know, it's easier to be able to kind of piece it together quickly because it happened so recently with the help of others as opposed to long-term memory. Like, I always want to remember stuff from when I'm a kid and things of that nature and just people you meet along the way, so I would hate to lose that. So I would say short-term. I would say I definitely am okay with not having short term versus long term. Like in our in our business in particular, the ability to recall things that happened yep. weeks ago, months ago, years ago, decades ago, yep. that separates you. Yep. You know, you can get a note card and remember what just happened five minutes ago, but yep. <laughs> you gotta remember on your own on the fly what happened back yep. in eighty four. Yeah. So I have this marriage where it's like my husband thinks he has really good long-term memory, but I, I'm pretty sure I do. So he remembers <laughs> things totally different than I do. And I'm like, no, honey, you're wrong. But he's so sure that he's right, that we just get into all these fights. About- <laughs> I'm like, But the long-term memory is way more important because that's like the substance of your life. That's like the actual yeah. important things. Right. And the short-term memory, you can just make up with that. I mean, that's, you know, that, that can just go like, I don't know what, what, did, what happened yesterday. Can you, but what happened on Saturday? Do you remember every detail? Not really. No. <laughs> Last no. week? No. Gone. Big granddaddy purple for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> granddaddy purple. <laughs> Earth shaker. You know, what, whatever. I, know I, you know, I did whatever something you on use. Strawberry haze. Yeah. That's all I remember. Yeah. There you go. Look at Momo. Strawberry haze. I like that. All right. What's I next, don't even Chris? know if that's it's a real classic. thing. I just that, It just sounds like something. It, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's plenty of strands that it could possibly be. But all right, uh, LZ, Sir. would you would you rather never be Is able to wear you pants again? I know, it's no, my not, mom's office. I'm sorry. I can't turn it off. You? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's you? Wait, it's me. It's me. I don't know how to turn it off. That's a landline? It's a landline. My mom has a landline. I'm serious. Oh a landline. Do you have to put 25 cents in it? And it's a toll-free <laughs> number. It's like a spam it's like literally like a spam call and I'm hitting every button. Oh, oh gosh, now we have to listen to the message. Hold on, I'm gonna go in the other room. <laughs> okay, we gotta go in the other room. We gotta go in the other room. I wanna hear the message. What's your mom's name? You wanna hear it? Jeanette, let's yeah, see. Why not? Jeanette. Here we go, let's see, you wanna hear it? Let's hear what they say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, well, there you go. It's you know, an important conversation. Not really. I, I was hoping I don't know. the neighbor, Jeanette, girl, okay, let that's me it. tell you, if Martha comes like a... back to bingo with those cupcakes <laughs> again, I'm just going to strangle her. <laughs> it would be great if it was something like that. Oh, my God. I know. God. That would have been so funny. Good. Yeah, no, it was, right, it was Greg, just a toll-free number. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. Turn it off. Turn it off. All of that was way better. I thought it was Greg's house. I'm like, Greg, you have a landline? No, please. Jeanette, give me a call real quick. She put the raisins back in the potato salad. It's a disaster. Hurry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. LZ, would you rather never be able to wear pants again or never be able to wear shorts again? Oh, come on. I would rather never wear pants again. Me too. Me too. Shorts are great. I can be, yeah. I can be in shorts every day of my life. But then George, like if you go to have to do a sidelines at a game, you're wearing shorts. It depends on where the game is. Well, I mean, if it's in Miami, I guess it's okay. But if it's like yeah. in Oakley, Oklahoma City, it doesn't matter what you wear in Oklahoma City. You in Oklahoma <laughs> right, City? Right, that's true. Milwaukee. Yeah. It's all fashion forward there. <laughs> <I'm gonna say. laughs> Once you said Oklahoma City, whatever you were going to say following was a wrap. That was it. <laughs> All right, what's next, Greg? <laughs> All right. Last one. Um, all right, so we'll go back to Sedano. Um, would you rather it never stops snowing, but the snow never piles up, or it never stops raining, and the rain never causes any floods? Okay, would I rather... This is complicated. Yeah, well, like, just because I know the question. are you smoking when you came in with that one? you talking about Strawberry <laughs> Hill and stuff? Were you on some Strawberry Haze or whatever yeah. Momo was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would rather, like, I like, I mean, is it like every day it's got to snow yeah. or rain? Never, never stops snowing. Perpetual snow. Right, so that means I'll never see the sun regardless? That's my options? Rain or, sun, or snow? Well, I mean, well, yeah, I mean you no, can see no. the sun when the snow is falling. Yes, yes, Well, I can. guess that's true. You can see the sun, and sometimes with the rain, too. But I would prefer the snow if it's not going to pile up. Uh, because it's, when it actually snows, it's nice. Wait, there's a question. Yeah, I like snow, too. Do you need to have the temperature of the snow? Ooh, that's a good question. But yes, yes, you do. Ooh, now you're in cold <laughs> all the time, George. yes. Yeah, right. Because rain no pants, and remember, you're not wearing pants. From last question, <laughs> right? I'm in shorts. Yeah, you're right. That was a bad choice by me. Um, well, the thing about said, rain is like, like the thing about snow, you could like, you could go out in the snow without like an umbrella or anything. You would just get a little snow on your face. But with yeah. rain, it just you have to have an umbrella. Like you get all wet and gross. Yeah, give me the snow. So you, I'm gonna you, go with snow. Yeah, give me the snow. snow. Let it yeah. snow. Let it snow. Laura, you know what it is? It's the cloud cover. Yes. Yeah. Would you rather it never stops snowing or never stops raining? Man, I'm a summer baby. What kind of crappy question? Well, you got to choose. She's in L.A. her uh, whole life. She probably never so? even seen snow. Yeah, man. Yes, she has. She saw snow that day. She was kissing a Uber driver in D.C. Oh, hell. Oh, <laughs> true. Momo doesn't know that <laughs> story, I don't think. We'll Ooh. get to that. Let's get to that. I kind of always right. assume the worst with Laura. Like, she probably what? got a story that's going to top off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mama, like, you're the, you're the one who's out there. Yeah. I mean, I am the single one who's out there. You're the single one. one. You're that's out there true. playing the game. You're out there in the real world. Yeah. We're all just old yeah. married people out here. You know? Let's uh, so. let's let's clue Momo in on the Uber driver uh, and Tivo, uh, the two men I, I do hear you out there, Laura. I hear you. Yeah, in a moment. But let me sneak in Mulder in L.A. who's been holding patiently for a long time. Mulder, what's up? 
uh, I called like a few days ago. Uh, I just want to tell LZ, how about them Clippers? How about them we Clippers? We got it done in less. Yeah, we got it done in less than uh, in one less game, man. You know Go what? Go ahead, sir. I am very, very happy. From Steve Ballmer to my boy Chris Wallace to, of course, Ty Lue, all the great men and women at that organization. See, you guys are. You guys have thought that I've been trashing the franchise. I've only been trashing the history. The people over in that building that took over from Donald Sterling, they're good people. So I'm happy for them. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a root for the Lakers. But I want the best for some of those those fine people over there, some of whom are my friends. And I like making fun with Paul George. But he's been proving me wrong, so I might have to get a new bit. You know what I, You know what you're hitting on that I am so happy you just said that, LZ? Thank you, Mother. You have a bit with Paul George, right? You have a bit. Right. And a bit. You, you you play that bit all the time. But when somebody plays their me. way he out of it. He does help me, too. He does. He help does me. All the time. He's even <laughs> The other day, he even did it. He goes, oh, we got the monkey off our back. I'm like, dude, you haven't. You just got through the second round. Like, you just gave us. The, you didn't need to say go that you far. You could said this is really important. But this, you did it again. Right? <laughs> like, but. You know what? You get to say that after you after you get to the Western Conference Finals. You get to you get to say that. Just know the quote will come back around. Right. But I like when people like when everybody's been on Paul George, whatever it is, and then he goes and shows out in those last two games. I like when we just say, okay, you've been showing it up, right? Like when you've been when you've been really like turning the narrative around on you. You give him credit for that. I like that. Well, Most people just double down. I'm not saying that there's a commentator out there who talks about LeBron all the time well, that doesn't. Well, just sticks on the LeBron hatred all the time. And I just, I'm not going to name names. I appreciate <laughs> the, the recognition because that's my whole career, to yeah. be quite honest with you. I don't believe yeah. in playing radio. I speak what I honestly feel based upon the facts mm-hmm. gathered upon my reporting. And I give you my honest opinion. And when it's time to switch it up because I got new facts, yeah. I'm going to do that. Because I'm not married to being yeah. right. I'm married to being, you know, in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mean, need to be excellent. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Plus, yeah. I also think yeah, that Ty Lue had a very good message, and I and I thought it was really. I like the rivalry. I like the Lakers one even. I was asking Mace all last week. Are you hate watching the Clippers or are you not watching the Clippers? And he was like, I'm not watching them, or I'm hate watching them. I'm like, I know that's kind of what a lot of Laker fans are. And I was like, man, we live in a world where there's a lot of problems in this world, right? Like, let's just not create more drama. Where like you can be happy. And once the Lakers are out, if you're a Laker fan. You don't have to root for the Clippers, but you don't have to hate on them, right? Can you just right. I, I agree with that. Right. Let, let's tackle yeah. that on the other side, though. Let, let's keep tackling that on the other side. Plus, we got a lot more people want to chime in at eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Plus, another anniversary to come your way. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you play this for me? Did you play this for me? You know what? In that that honor, can I bring up some WNBA stuff? Can I bring up some women's basketball? Feel free. Can we get upset about Neka Ogumake not being on the U.S. Olympic team? I mean, we Sparks actually have a long legends? list of people who should be on that team. Neka Ogumake, WNBA MVP? Yeah, I don't know. Sparks how legend? Can we just say that? Okay, that's all. That's all I got. I just wanted to say it since you played a song in my honor. Who you take off? 
Well, oh, look, Don Staley said, quote, it breaks my heart that Neca's not on the team. Her current injury appears to be a key reason why she was sidelined. But Diana Taurasi, who is also out with an injury, did yes. make the team. Her fifth time she going did. to the games. I'm not saying that, like, Diana doesn't deserve Don't say it's because of injury. Okay, I'm just, you know. R- real quick, Greg is all, is, 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 is ha- has his, like, head buried in his hands right now. Why Sorry. is that, Greg? Just pass oh, me the ball. That was Just pass me questions. the ball. Sorry. That was one of my questions in Big Deal, No Deal about NECA. So oh, now sorry. he's got to write a new oh, question. Got to write a new question. Got to make it work now. Before the show, and now I got to find. I'm fired up. I was I was upset. I almost brought this up on our call. I was like, mm. man, we gotta we got WNBA. They already did this to Candace Parker, so I don't, I have no respect for that program. WNBA, you know, the USA Basketball. They did it to Candace Parker two two Olympics ago. And now she won't even take their call if they want her to come be on the team. Good. I don't yeah. They yeah. Need, they need to figure that out. Yeah. I don't like it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <sighs> what are you going to do? I know. There's a lot of I good mean, things happening in this world. This is just one of them that needs to be called out. Speaking of taking calls, I saw that uh, <laughs> Hollywood called Nicolas Cage for another movie. And I was like, whoa, Nicolas Cage is acting again? But <laughs> like, well, his last yo. five movies he wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Holy moly. Wow. Mo- I mean, great job. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like so let me read this to you. Nicholas Cage is to headline the Butcher's Crossing adaptation, uh, according to Variety. I I mean look, I there was a time I liked a good Nicholas Cage movie. I don't know if there's I, I don't remember the last time I watched been a, a good Nicholas Cage, Cage movie. That's why. Oh, Leaving Las Vegas is a good movie. Yeah, that was no, good. No, no, I just said I don't know when the last time I saw a good Nicholas Cage movie. Oh, when, when you saw one. one. Oh, okay. Well, you oh, went yeah, into like yeah, National yeah. Treasure or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it really got into yeah. like um like What's that the, the the racing guy the the motorcycle guy with the fire? He's a DC guy, that's why I can't remember his name. Actually, he's not a DC guy. Oh, he did Ghost that Rider's, movie. You're right. Ghost Rider is uh yeah. His us is his. I keep forgetting yeah. about him, but yeah, he he did that. Man, for a while. I'm just googling him. Like, let me just read you some titles. Ready? Um, Willie's Wonderland. Nope. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. A score to subtle. He did a subtle. karate movie. I mean, yeah, not karate. A, karate a, a martial arts movie. Jiu Jitsu in 2020. <laughs> a score to settle. 2019. Grand nope. Isle. 2019. Primal. Nope. Mandy. I heard of that one. I heard of that one. I didn't. Running see it, with but the I did devil. Hear about that one. Running with the devil. Nope. Looks like Run, him and Lawrence nope, Fishburne. Nope, nope. Color out to space. Nope. Color out of space. Nope. Nope. USS Indianapolis. Nope. Joe. Nope. You heard of a movie called Joe? No. Man, this is... Left Behind. Hmm. Inconceivable. Yeah, this is Mom and Dad. Have you heard of that? Nope. Nope. Looking Glass. How far back do we got to go? I, I mean, this is unbelievable. Vengeance. Uh, Snowden. Nope. Snowden. He was in Drive. Snowden, Angry. yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, Snowden I did see, <laughs> and I forgot he was in there. Yes. This is kind of amazing. How many did I name? That was a lot of I movies. I mean, you named at least 10 before we got to that Between one. Worlds, yeah. 211, Knowing, nope. Dog nope. Eat Dog. Greg likes 311. We know that. <laughs> yep, Outcast, sure Outcast, Outcast, Pay the Ghost. Like Big Boy uh, and Andre 3000? This, no? this is, oh my, this is amazing. <laughs> I mean, we're getting back to Army of One in 2016. Uh, Tukarev. This is 2014. I mean, this is a the no, runner. No, no. 
He has been. Yeah, does he just say yes to everything? Yeah, well, I think he does because I think he had some financial issues. problems. Yeah. Humanity yeah, he hero. He had financial problems. Because he went crazy. Remember, he was buying um, all sorts of crazy artifacts and, like, um, um, like um, you know, like he bought, like, some dinosaur head or something like that. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he bought for, like, millions and millions of dollars. He's bought all this Elvis stuff. Yeah, so I think he, he you know, there's that's part of it. But yeah. Let me sneak in a call, a call real quick. Uh, Alfonso in L.A. Alfonso, what up, bro? Hey, man, look, timing is everything. You guys started playing some mix a lot and uh, before I came on. And I was thinking the same way. LZ, I'm with you uh, with that long-term memory. I remember the Clippers uh, when that other guy, Sterling, was at the head. So I'm just like you. I have no problems with, with Balmer. It's great. And I can't hate the Clippers, but I'm a diehard Laker fan. And everybody that knows me knows that I am. If nothing else happens, my first Christmas gift to myself is always tickets to see the Lakers play. So, but I did want to say the gentleman that came on a few minutes ago was talking. He had a real good talk track. He's talking about the Clippers and how many, how many seats were filled and everything. I remember when the only Clippers that were there was Billy Crystal and, and Marcellus, your guy, Mar, uh, uh, what's this, Wiley, Maurice uh, Wiley. Maurice uh, Wiley, yes, that's what that. it is. Marcellus. I love it. Yeah, yeah, he used to, <laughs> I'm going to tell him that. He used to laugh at him <laughs> trying to support the Clippers, you know. But, I, you know, I don't hate them. Hey, look, we got guys that are Clippers that were Lakers, you know. Sweet Lou was a Clipper, then he became a Laker. I even took a picture, you know, with my granddaughter. So I can't complain about that. I like, you know, some of the guys. But if you're a true Laker fan, I'm just like you, uh, LZ. You know, I'm not rooting for the for the Clippers. I don't hate the guys, you know, because they're people, you know, right. and they're right. athletes. But, you know, come on, he's talking about I, when I go to the Laker games, if I can't get a seat somewhere, I can always buy a ticket. The last Clippers game I went to, the Lakers were playing the Clippers. It was a home game, and guess what? The Clippers people sell their tickets so that we can come <laughs> to the game. So that's those are not fans to me. I'm just sorry. Uh, All right, know, Alfonso. I'm a diehard fan. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, sir. We're up against it. Sorry, I don't mean to be the bad guy here, but uh, we got a break. So, Greg. Usually that's me doing that. Usually that's me. Yeah. Shut up, Momo. We got a break. Momo Momo stole his question. He's got to write a new one. He's got to like find something now. Yeah, I found something. Don't worry. Ruining. You got to know that I'm going to be the one who does the WNBA bit. Yeah. You know. Come on. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, we'll get to more of your calls. Uh, we'll sprinkle them throughout. We do have another cool anniversary to get to. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, plus, Dodgers Padres, we'll touch on that this coming hour. 877-710-ESPN if you want to hop aboard. 877-710-3776. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 